Good afternoon. I am Pastor Antonio Eubanks of Heath Ministries, where we believe in using the Word of God to heal, empower, and teach so that you may be properly equipped to help establish the kingdom of God and its principles in your families, communities, and world. If you're in the metro Atlanta area, we invite you to attend our Sunday service for a life-impacting experience. Please visit our website at heatministries.org for more information. We would love to hear from you. But for now, we pray that you enjoy this message. God bless. Turn to your Bible real quick in Exodus chapter 14. And see, I, I like the fact that it's Exodus because we're talking about we're talking about moving forward and coming out. And that's what Exodus is all about. And see, we started off the year talking about this is the year of provision. This is the year, this is the year that we, we, we want the things of provision. But you know, you only get provisions when, when you, when, when, when you're planning for some things. It's usually for a journey. So God says that I'm going to give you the provisions, but you got to be ready to go when it's time to go. Amen. Amen. You can't just be sitting around, looking around, looking all crazy. Thank you, Jesus. Exodus chapter 14. Hallelujah. And I'm going to start at verse, um, I'm going to start at verse 8. And it said, I'm reading it from the New American Standard. It says, The Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and he chased after the sons of Israel as the sons of Israel were going out boldly. Yes. I like that one part right there. Going out boldly. Keep that, keep that in your head. Going out boldly. See, when you get ready to leave out of situation, sometimes you got to walk out that thing boldly. Like, I ain't never coming back. See, some bridges you got to burn. Amen. They say don't burn bridges because you might have to come back. No, it's some things you leave. You need to burn them bridges because you're like, I ain't coming back. I'm walking out boldly. Then in verse 9 it says, Then the Egyptians chased after them with all the horses and chariots of Pharaoh, his horsemen and his army, and they overtook them camping by the sea beside Pharaohoth in front of Baal-Zephon. As Pharaoh drew near, the sons of Israel looked, and behold, the Egyptians were marching after them, and they became very frightened. So the sons of Israel cried out to the Lord. Then they said to Moses, Is it because there were no graves in Egypt that you have taken us away to die in the wilderness? Why have you dealt with us in this way, bringing us out to eat out of Egypt? Is is this not the word that we spoke to you in Egypt saying, leave us alone, that we may serve the Egyptians? For it would be, it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the wilderness. Then in verse 13 it says, but, there we go, but switches up some things. But say, yeah, you talking about all that over here, but let's switch up some stuff right now. Some of us need to get our butt out the way so some things can switch up, amen? But Moses said to the people, do not fear. Stand by and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians whom you have seen today, you will never see them again forever. He added in, see, it's one thing to say you never see them again, but he said forever. Like just in case you forgot. Then in verse 14, the Lord will fight for you while you keep silent. Then in verse 15, right here, lastly, then the Lord said to Moses, why are you crying out to me? Tell the sons of Israel to go forth. Why are you crying out to me? I don't want to hear all that. You mean God can 
Talk to you like that. You crying after him when you're going through some things. See, this, this right here is a story when, when the people of Israel was getting ready to leave out or they had left out of Egypt. And now they done got, they done camped out at this place where God had told them to camp out. But see, God only told them to camp out there. He never told them to stay. He said camp out. If you read the verses prior in 14, he told them to camp. He didn't say this is where you set up shop. See, some of us done stayed too long in the wrong place. God just said you was only supposed to be there temporary. But you done turned a temporary thing into a lifetime thing. Some of the relationships you connected with was only for a season, but you trying to turn it into a lifetime. God says, I only wanted you to camp out. That was only some little things you needed to learn from that situation. But you weren't supposed to stay there forever. It's time to move forward. But then how many know that just like the Pharaoh did, when you get ready to move forward, the enemy come coming after you. Ooh, baby. See, these people were getting ready to move into their promise. Yes. So see, if the enemy is chasing you down right now, if the enemy is hot on your trail, if he's attacking your kids, he's attacking your mama, he's attacking your job, he's attacking your money, if he got any kind of encampment around you, he bringing his horses, his men, his chariots, then all you got to realize in your mind is, I must be close to the promise. Say that. Say that. Thank you, Jesus. I must be close to the promise. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Because see, God had prophesied to these people 400 years prior that they was going to get ready to come out. See, but God got to realize there's some people, and that's why they started walking out boldly. Because they said, oh, the promise must be here. So we walking out. But see, what you got to realize is, don't get it twisted. You ain't going to get to walk out freely. Thank you, Jesus. The enemy ain't going to just let you go. He ain't going to just let you just walk out. With everything. Because see, these people was coming out with some stuff. If you read in the scriptures, the Egyptians had to give them gold and silver and all kind of stuff. So they walking out with a whole bunch of stuff. And they, then the Pharaoh was like, hold up, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I, I can't just let them go like that. And that's what the devil is saying. Hold up, wait a minute. Oh, they for real. They going to church every Sunday. Yes. Oh, they for real. They, they fasting. Oh, they praying. Oh, they reading this word. They actually studying. They taking notes now. Hold up. Wait a minute. They might be slipping away from me. So let me call all my king's horses. Let me call all the king's men so that I can break them so they won't ever be put together again. Didn't know that was in Humpty Dumpty, did you? Amen. God trying to talk to you. He trying to talk to you. Amen. That's what the enemy will do for you. That's what the enemy will do. He will send all his people after you. He'll say, I'm not going to let you come out freely. But then here it is right here. If you go back to verse 9, it says he, he sent them all out. And then it says in verse 10, as Pharaoh drew near, the sons of Israel looked. And behold, the Egyptians was marching after them, and they became frightened. How you go from walking out boldly in one verse, and the very next verse, now you're looking around and you're scared. Why? Because they look back. Say that. They look back. See, God says, I want you to continue to look forward, continue to move ahead. When you look back, yeah, you might get scared. You might get scared. Why? Because going forward is unknown. We're more afraid of the unknown than we are of the familiar. Even though the familiar might be hell, but at least I'm familiar with it. At least I understand this hell. I don't know what hell might be out there. I'm used to this one. I, he, you know, they treat me bad, but at least I know that he only going to treat me bad on Monday. 
You know, I get out there, somebody might treat me bad Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. So I'm just going to stay right here. This is what I'm used to. That's, that's what they were saying in verse 11. It said, then they said to Moses, is it because there were no graves in Egypt that you took us out here to die? Jesus. He's like, you should have just left us in Egypt. Matter of fact, let me bring that to your remembrance. I told you when we was in Egypt to leave us here. Jesus, Jesus. So now you get mad at the very person who was sent to bring you out. You get mad at the person that God has blessed you in your life to bring you out of your situation. You getting upset with them. They like, you should have just left us there. You should have just left us there to die. See, they panicked. But see, in Philippians it says, what? Be anxious for nothing, but in everything give prayer and thanksgiving. Let your request be known. See, they spending their time looking back. Yes. Looking back, like Lot's wife. What happened when it said, Lot's wife looked back? What happened to her? She turned to salt, a pillar of salt, a monument, a statue. See, monuments are still. Yes. God says, I want you to be a part of a movement. See, now, you got to wonder about Lot's wife, too, real quick. Why did she look back? Yes. Why do we look back? She had everything with her. Yes. Everything. When she was moving forward, she had Lot and she had her kids. Yes. Wasn't nothing to look back for. Or was it? Yes. Was it because she liked what she was leaving behind? Was it because she was going to miss what she was leaving behind? Was it because she was used to what she was leaving behind? Yeah. It was familiar. See, those familiar spirits will cause you every day to lose something. Because you're so familiar with I'm used to that. You follow a tradition. It is the yeah. tradition of man that will cause the death of man. You're only doing it because your mama did it, because they did it, everybody else did it. You're trying to stay down with the folks. Stay Staying down will get you down every day. Amen. Amen. Look at Michael Vick. He tried to stay down with his boy. I got killing dogs. Next thing you know, he two years in prison trying to stay down. Looking back, you got to move forward. Move forward. But then they cried to, they cried to God and they say, you're going to leave us here to die? Why? I, I, see, we, we, we get afraid to die sometimes. We get afraid to die because dying a lot of times means letting go. Of those old things. Let go of that old nature. You know, dying means sometimes, okay, I can't drink no more. I can't smoke weed no more. I can't go to the club no more. I got to die to those things. But we get afraid of that because we don't know. I'll be the first to admit. I told God, I said, God, well, if I start smoking weed, then what's going to happen next? I like smoking weed. It's fun to me. What, what am I going to do for fun? It was unknown to me outside of that life. Yes. I, I was unfamiliar with not smoking. Yes. I was unfamiliar with that. I didn't know how to function without that. Yes. And I kept looking back until God said, I have to free your mind. It's on, see, he can deliver you all day long, but all he's doing with a deliverance is changing your position. But until you change your mind, then guess what? You ain't changed. Because wherever you are, you are. So I don't care if you move from here to Alaska, you still there. Amen. So the same people and the same issues you was dealing with right here, guess what? If you was a crackhead in Atlanta, you gonna find crack in Alaska. Yes. That's just how it works. Amen. Because we become slaves to sin. That's what Egyptian, Egypt represents sin. And that's why they said in the scripture, they said, we, you should have just left us there to serve Egypt, to serve the Egyptians. See, we get so in bondage, again, we don't even realize we're in prison. The shackles become, the shackles become, become invisible. 
they become invisible. See, when, see, it's one thing about prisons. It's the reason why they use bars. Yes. See, if you lock a man in solitary confinement with no walls, after a while, your, the mind is so funny, plays tricks, that you almost forget that you are trapped because you can't see freedom. Yes, yes. But see, prison bars are designed to allow you to see freedom, but you can't reach and obtain it. Yes, yes. And that's what the enemy will do. He'll let you walk around as long as you think you are free, and you can see your freedom, you can see your promise, but every time you reach out, it's a bar. You can't, you can't get to it. It's like I'm, I'm trapped. I can't, I see it, but I can't, I can't reach it. It's like what's blocking me? You don't even know what's blocking you because you just reaching through the bars. You just reaching through the bars. You don't know what's blocking you. And God is saying it's because you won't renew your mind. You won't get your mind right. You won't allow me to really operate on your mind. And then it says right here in verse eleven. It says, then they said to Moses, was there no graves? We want to die. Just leave us to die. Then in verse 12 it says, is this not the word that we spoke to you in Egypt? See, what words are you speaking? What is coming out of your mouth? Are the things that are coming out of your mouth, are they of God or are they of the enemy? Are you confirming what God says or are you affirming what the enemy is saying? Are you confirming the blessings over your life or are you speaking curses over your life? See, they, when they want to know the DNA, when they want to know the DNA of a child, they do what? They swab the mouth. See, they ain't got to go to the mama because everybody know the mama. It's mama's baby, daddy's baby. So you don't have to take the DNA from the mama because everybody kind of know how that all works. But when they go to the daddy, they swab his mouth. And then they swab the child's mouth. So that means what's coming out of your mouth and what's coming out of your Daddy's mouth should be the same thing. That's how I know who your daddy is. So what's coming out of your mouth, if it ain't what's in the word of God, if it ain't lining up on the word of God, then God ain't your daddy. I'm a more poet on the pulpit. He is not your daddy. Amen. Check your mouth. Some of y'all need to get some Q-tips over this fast. And every morning just come in the bathroom and swab your mouth symbolically and say, God, whatever come out of my mouth today, let it line up with you. Swab your mouth so you'll have the right DNA. Because see, they were saying, we're speaking this word. This is what we, we, so they prophesied, they prophesied what was going to happen. And now it's happening. So now they scared. Because they said it should have been better. But then in verse 13, Moses said, do not fear. See, now he's trying to speak some things that be not as though they be. Because they scared now, trust me. But he's saying, Dude, don't fear. Don't worry about it. He said, stand by and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. Hallelujah. He said he's going to work it out today. Today, he's going to work it out today. See, that's what some people, we got to grab on to that today, that right now. But now that don't mean that it might show up right now. It's just that he's going to work it out right now. See, it don't take God no long time to do nothing. It just take you a long time to accept it. Catch that. The, the, what we receive from him is free. It's already given. Like I was talking about with the fans. You can't fast your way to wholeness. It's all you already now. Jesus made us that. Because without that, we wouldn't even become the baby come to the Father without what Christ did on the cross. So he already did the work. He ain't got no more work to do. God says, I'm finished. I just need you to connect with where the finished work is. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And it can be today. today. 
Because he says, for the Egyptians whom you see today, you will never see them again. He says, so if you really accept the salvation of God, if you really accept the freedom of God, if you really accept the holiness of God, if you really accept the grace of God, if you really accept the mercy of God, if you accept it today, the sin, the poverty, the burden, the yokes, all that stuff that you got going on in your life, you will never, ever see again. Thank you, Lord. And I hear somebody saying, you, you, won't, you won't ever see it again. There is a chance that you cannot see it again. It, it, it's hard, true enough, because we all tempted and we all fall. But even Paul talks about it. Once you are truly renewed, yes. then we cannot sin. That means we cannot separate ourselves from God. Yes. Thank he says today. And then in verse 14, Moses says, the Lord will fight for you while you keep silent. I like that part right there. See, you can do, keep it silent. That means you resting in his promises. Yes. See, some of us, we just, just got, got to have something to say. Got to have something to say. <laughs> See, they say it ain't nothing like a fool who opened his mouth and proved it. Yeah. You didn't know he was a fool at first, but then he opened his mouth and he proved he a fool. And then now you come up and talking to him, you trying to argue with a fool, and then somebody else come up, they don't know who the fool is. Sometimes you just got to keep silent on some things. Like I talked about with the fad, keeping silent on some things. Because God says, well, well, he will bless those things that you do in secret with him. He says, sometimes you just got to be quiet. We get, we hear a word from God and we run on into, girl, God said he going to do this for me, this, that, other. But you don't know, she ain't praying for you. She's praying on you. P-R-E-Y. She just trying to hold you down. She just trying to hold you back. A lot of us are walking around with our own leeches stuffed to our back and we call them friends. And all they're doing is sucking the life out of you. God says, be still. Be quiet. See, Moses was telling her, he says, when the enemy is pursuing after you, you, you got to be quiet. You got to listen for the direction from God. You got to get the discernment from God. See, some of us, we'll sit down, we get on our knees. God, I just want to thank you. I want to bless you today. You know, bless my food, bless my kids, bless my job. This, that, and other. I thank you. That, that, that person who I want to cuss out, I ain't going to cuss out. Amen. And then we go on. And I check off my list. I pray today. But God says, when you going to be quiet? Sometimes all you got to do is just come to me and just sit down. And all you got to do is don't even say nothing and just listen in the silence. Because just like Elijah, when he was depressed and he was going through, it says that he didn't see God in the fire. He didn't see God in the earthquake. He didn't see God in all that commotion. It says he came in a small, still voice. See, God ain't always going to have to come in a bunch of commotion. He said, sometimes I'm just that quiet voice that's on the inside of you that's saying, stop. I'm saying, no. I'm saying, go. I'm saying, love. Just speaking one word of quietness to you, saying, peace. Or, don't go back. But you got to be quiet enough to do it. See, some of us are just so busy, we just run around. We like that when we was talking about Martha and Mary. We just, we just run around. We got stuff to do. I got to get busy. I'm preparing. I'm doing it. I got to go. I got places to be, people to see, and all that kind of stuff. But then we don't sit down long enough for God to say, you know what? I want you to go here. I want you to go there. How many know that in the will of God, your worst day will be better than your best day by yourself? Yes. Amen. Because it says right here, Moses said that God will fight your battles. Yeah. God will fight your battles. 
He's saying, just be quiet. Just be quiet. Just, 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 just let me, let me hear from God. Sometimes you got to just tell people, just, just be quiet. And you ain't got to tell them that I need to hear from the Lord. I need quiet enough. Don't be holy. Don't be all sanctimonious. Just keep it 100. You got voicemail. You don't have to respond to every text. Say that. Say that. Just go quiet. Say that. Then when you come back, like, where you been? Okay, I was on vacation. Amen. That's all. That ain't a lie. Amen. That ain't a lie. What is vac? What is vacation? Amen. Vacation ain't nothing but a relaxing time. Amen. Some of y'all leaving them folks alone who y'all calling and texting. Guess what? You stop calling and texting, that will feel like a vacation because you start to be able to relax. Amen. Cause they dumping all their trash and their garbage on you, and then they finding free now you carrying. God says, be quiet, be still so that I can talk. And it's time, these 14 days, we're getting ready to come up with. And it's funny, I'm looking at it right here, that verse 14 says, the Lord will fight for you while you keep silent. Yes. I didn't even see that until I looked just then. We're doing 14 day fast, yes. and in this verse 14, the Lord will fight for you while you keep silent. Keeping silent is a sacrifice. Because some of us, we, we got to go out. I got something to say and I'm going to say it. And whatever I say, you're going to listen. God say, shut up. Shut up, boo-boo. Shut up. Shut up, boo-boo. God, God patting with you. Shut up, boo-boo. Shut up. Let me stop. Let me stop. Sing. Okay. Hallelujah. I'm told him this is out because he done left me. Amen. I got God with a weave. Amen. So right here, closing out, because I'm am closing out. I know when you done gone, okay? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Verse 15. Verse 15. God says, Then the Lord said to Moses, Why are you crying out to me? That was a crazy question when I first read that. I'm like, I'm like, but don't you want us to cry out to you? Don't you want us to call after you? You said, you know, bring all our burdens, bring all, you know, your yoke is easier. You know, all this stuff. You, but now you saying, why you, why you crying after me? It's like I'm like God, like, what you crying for? It's like God for real. But then he tells you why. He says, tell the sons of Israel to go forward. And then that lets me know right there that really what it was, God was saying, why you crying out to me when I've already given you the word? I've already told you what to do. I just I gotta just remind you of that. You crying after me for the wrong reason. You crying after me in fear. You're not crying after me in faith. You crying after me because you scared. You crying after me because you don't forgot. You crying after me because you don't remember the promise that I already gave you. I spoke about this thing 400 years ago. Do you think Pharaoh's attacking you and surprising me? Do you think that the enemy coming against your family is surprising me? Do you think that the enemy coming in against your body is surprising me? I'm not scared of that. I'm not afraid of that. I wrote that into the plan. He says, because through all the stuff that you're going through, he says, it's only sometimes through adversity that you realize who you truly are. Amen. A coffee bean will never know how strong and how flavorful it is until it get into a pot of hot water. Yeah. And then it can become the best cup of coffee that you ever had. Yeah. 
Hallelujah. God says sometimes you ain't going to know who you are until the enemy get on your tail. Hallelujah. And then more importantly, you ain't going to know who he is until the enemy get on your tail. Hallelujah. He says, so don't worry about it. Stop crying out about this. I got this under control. All you got to do is pray, God, which way to go? Because all that stuff behind you Jesus. is behind you. He says, tell them to move forward. Hallelujah. He said, pick up camp. Pick up your tents. It's time to pick up yourself and go. He said, stop praying. See, some of us keep on praying. And pray. I got to pray on that. I got to pray on that. God said, stop all that. I already gave you the word. You're looking for confirmation after confirmation after confirmation. I done told you so many ways. I can't tell you no more. I even told you what to do through a TV commercial. And you still sit. God say, pick your stuff up and it's time to go. Get to moving. You expecting God to move, but you won't move. You expecting God to do the lifting, but you won't get the lifting. You expecting God to resurrect the dead, but you won't move the rocks out the way. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. See, because the people of Israel, if they had to stay right now, they would have never got to see what happens next. What happens next? We all know the story is they got to the Red Sea. Yes, yes. And Moses held up his hand. Yes. With the staff. Jesus. Which is the direction. Pointing to that direction that God has given them. And then guess what? It started to divide. Yeah. It started to divide. See, we sometimes we got to just go as far as we can go. Okay, God, I'm at the edge. Stay there, stay I don't care. But God, see, we stand back here against the wall. God said, no, get out on the edge. Matter of fact, take that next step. He said, because in taking that next step, if you just lift your leg, I'll divide some things for you. If you just lift your leg, I'll move some things out the way. When things were flooded, I'll make dry ground. He said that the Egyptians started walking through that thing on dry ground. He spread it in both ways, and they started walking on dry ground. Things might be flooded in your life. Things might be overcome in your life. Things might be burned in your life. But God said, if you just lift your leg, if you just get to that end and start walking out, I'll divide those things. I'll divide those things. But you got to do your part. But see, you won't walk because you don't expect. See, the ones who walk in, they expecting something. You ain't going to just walk without a destination. So I'm going to start walking. Yes. We're going to start walking yes. with expectation. Yes. We're walking with expectation. Yes. We got somewhere to go. We yes. got somewhere to be. And it's where God has called us yes. to be. He got the promises of God waiting on us in the promised land. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you. He's given us a clear path. But see, we can't focus on the enemy. Stop looking back. Stop looking back. If you don't get nothing else out of this message today, stop looking back. Ain't nothing back there. If it was good enough for you, you would have still been there. You left for a reason. You moved away for a reason. You got away for a reason. God allows you to escape for a reason. Stop looking back. Stop looking back. Stop looking back. Get over yourself. Get over your shortcomings. Get over what you did wrong. Get over where you messed up at. Get over. We all done messed up. I was a hoe. I was a drug addict. I was a philanderer. I was one that messed up money. I done done it all. It ain't too much. Only thing I probably ain't done is killed nobody. And look at me now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Now I ain't even saying I ride. But guess what? I'm walking. 
I'm wrong. And I'm expecting him to provide. I'm expecting him to move some things out the way. I'm expecting him to move some things out the way. And he'll go, he'll go around closing that door. He'll go to the beauty part of the store. Yes, Lord. As they started walking. They saw, the, they saw the enemy up there on the hill. Yes. Yes, I know some of y'all done saw the little move, the little chart to help yes, the move. Lord. And the Pharaoh Jesus. come flying off that hill at the people. And Moses and everybody rushing through. Yes. Get on through. Get on through. But then all of a sudden, Jesus. if they get through to the other side, what yes. does God do? He closes up the sea. Yes. And now with the word that Moses spoke. Even though it wasn't even happening, he said, today, yes, he said, the Lord. enemy that you see today, Woo, you will yes, never Lord. see again. What happened? Yes, Lord. That sea closed the enemy up. Woo, hallelujah. But here's the symbolism. Don't miss this. Don't miss this. Thank you, Jesus. It was the Red Sea you, that they was going through. Hallelujah. 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 So God says, when you get ready to step out in expectation, when you get ready to walk through some things, and you run away from all that stuff in the past, he says, you got to go through me. So that red represents the blood. That red represents the Christ. That red represents, he says, I'm going to find a way. He says, that many are the ways of man. He says, but they are leading to death. He says, but if you walk my way, he says, I am the way. I am the truth. And I am the light. He says, if you just walk through me, if you just come through me, then where things were messed up, I will Ooh, fix. Where things were broken, yeah. I will repair. Where things are thrown away, yes, I will rebuild. He said, but you got to walk. Yes, you got to come with expectations. You, you got to walk through this thing. Yes. Hallelujah. And then he'll go to the last beautiful part. Ooh, yes, Lord. It says in the word of God that the blood of God yes. covers what? A multitude Ooh, yes. of the blood of God. Because a multitude of sins. What yes. happened to those Pharaoh enemy and all that when they came Ooh, in? Yes. They got covered up yes. by the blood. So that's why Moses said, what you see today, you ain't got to see ever again. Because see, when you get covered up by the blood of God, when you get covered up by the blood of Christ, when you really get into this word, when you really get into God, and you say, God, I want you and nothing but you, when you truly say that with your heart, and you truly mean it with your heart, then guess what? God says, I cover all this stuff. Hallelujah. Thank and I allow you to go through to the promise. Yes, thank you, Jesus. To the promise. Thank you, Jesus. Thank but when you get ready to go into that promise, yeah. know Jesus. who brought you through. Yeah. Know who got you through. Know who set the promise thank up. Thank you, Jesus. He said, Don't forget. Don't forget. Ooh, Don't forget. Hallelujah. Know who it is. Don't forget. That's why they got them little tables to sit in the church and just doing remembrance of me. He says, remember who brought you through. Yeah. Remember who got you there. Yeah. Remember who did it for you. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Jim. See, if there's somebody in here today you, that you need to have some remembrance, then you Thank need to just come on up front yeah. so you can be reminded. Yes, Lord. Turn it down just a little bit. Yes, Lord. Turn it down just a little bit. Because the song is saying, hold on, help is on the way. Yes. I don't usually pick them on purpose, but I did that one because I was like, she's saying, hold on. The song just need to hold on. The song just need to hold on. Because we look back, they coming, they coming. God says, just hold on. Hold on. What she saying? Help is on the way. 
help is on the way. And then really this song is even, even not even speaking totally correct because really help is already yes. out. You got help with you. Yes. See, these people, the Israelites, they didn't have God in them. They walked around with him. At that point, it was a cloud by yes. day and a fire at night. Yes. God says, I got you and I'm in you. Yes. He says, I'm walking with you right now. Yes. He said, all you got to do is just hold on because yes. I'm on the inside of you. Yes. He said, all you do is just hold on yes. and you just keep on walking. He said, the help is already here. Yes. It ain't got to be on the way. He said, it's already here. He said, I don't care how many horses. I don't care how many men. He says, help is already here. He said, that you are already through. You just got to keep looking. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know about y'all, but I don't preach myself yes. happy. I don't know about y'all, but I'm feeling good. Yes. It ain't feeling good out of emotion. It ain't feeling good because my ears been tickled. It's feeling good because I know that the word of God is the truth. The yes. word of God is the light. Yes. The word of God is the way. Yes. So no matter what you're going through, yes. no matter what you're feeling, God said you just hold on. You just hold on. He says if I ever promise you anything, as long as you meet your requirements, he said you ain't got to worry about me because I'm not a man that I should lie. Don't judge me like you judge your daddy. Don't judge me like you judge your mama. He said they humans. They going to mess up. They going to lie. He said but I swear upon myself. The things that I have promised you, I shall deliver. The things that I have given, I shall release. He said, but when I release it to you this time, he says, you hold on to it like the sacred thing that it is. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Bless you right now, Father. We just bless you. If there's anybody in here right now, just like I said, you just want prayer. Whatever. You just want God. Not saying you ain't got them already, not saying you doing something wrong. It's just you saying, I'm 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 taking this step. I'm 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 I'm, I'm stepping. I ain't looking at these Egyptians no more. I'm looking at God. I'm looking, I'm looking at the promise. Yeah. It don't mean, now don't get me wrong, I ain't, I ain't telling you guys here with no little, um, what they call a little positive thinking, like, like your problems don't exist. I, I know that, I know that bills is real, trust me. They, I got them here, and I got them at the house, so I know they real. I'm not saying to pretend like they don't exist. I ain't saying just close them up in the Bible and think that God is a genie and everything will be alright. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, instead of focusing so much on how this gonna be, how this gonna work out, how I'm gonna make it, start focusing on what God is saying about this thing. Okay, God, you said you're going to supply all my needs. Then show me where those needs are, God. I'm going to sit here. I'm going to sit down real quiet. I'm just going to get my little seat. And I'm going to sit down. And I'm just going to be quiet. You said it. Then I'm going to put you on blast. If you don't make it happen. Oh, you can talk to God like that? Yeah, God loves you talking to him like that. So he said, oh, that's my boy right there. He believes in my word. He going to test me on my word. And let me show out. I got a few unexplored angels over here. Let me send them down there so that I can speak to that interview person. So when they go on that interview, I can get them a job. Let me speak to that human resource person so they can rewrite the job description and make that raise come in quicker. That's what God can do. But you got to sit down in God. He's someone to follow with 
about Crystal Law, because we won't have no Christian sit. Sometimes we just got to sit down and say, God, I'm leaving it up to you. This is your word. You make your word happen. You make your word true. You said, God, in your word that your word shall not return to you void. That it shall go out and do all of which it was sent to do. Make it happen. Hallelujah. Make it happen. And then you're going to see God pick out the clouds like he did with Jesus. And he said, this is my son, of whom I am well pleased. Because I swabbed his mouth, and he's speaking the same thing that I'm speaking. So I don't know if it's me talking or if it's him talking. The devil don't know, the angels don't know. All they know is that the word of God has went forth, and it's got to perform. That's how it works. That's how it works. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Ooh, cut it off, cut it off, y'all. Yes, so thank you. Amen, amen. Yes. Hallelujah. I'm tired. Hallelujah. Amen. And it is so. Hallelujah. Thank you.